0: Here's how I started my day, right? What are you talking about? But no, this is my necklace and I am wearing it.
1: The dark side. Don't give in to fear.
0: <laughs> this is trauma. This is trauma. Right? Greetings
1: and welcome to another episode of the Caps Loop Ed Tech Podcast. My name is Larry Burden, and despite today's topic du jour, she's displayed a noticeable lack of common sense by continuing to appear on this podcast. It's Danielle Brostrom. Welcome to a frigid Tuesday in the studio. After the podcast, I'm running the space out as cold storage for those deer hunters out there. <laughs> Good you know, idea. I think it's fine. It's going to be fine for a while. But before we start this podcast, let's heat things up a bit with some savory soup for the soul with this week's TCAP Loop Moment of Zen. May your choices reflect your hopes, not your fears. Nelson Mandela there. And I think that reflects really well on our topic today. Did you know that Common Sense Education's Dig-Sit Week has occurred every third week of October for the last 11 years?
0: Wow, I did not know that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So the original curriculum launched in 2010 when Facebook was the most popular social media platform and Instagram was still in its infancy. The iPhone had just introduced its first front-facing camera, which blows me away because I just always assumed. I mean, I had early iPhones. I just always assumed they had a, but no, since uh, 2010. Um, Yet only 35% of Americans owned a smartphone. And in the classroom, lessons around technology focused on safety issues. Wow. 2010. That actually predates our podcast, which I thought, (laughs) to me, it seems like it's gone on forever. (laughs) Well. I wanted to throw that out there because our, our topic today is dig sit Week, which is the following week. So this is kind of a prep pod for Digsit Week. And before we actually got into what Common Sense Media and Common Sense Education is doing this year, I wanted to kind of walk it back a little bit. And I'm framing this in a sense that I don't think our relationship as an educational system is where we would like it to be regarding digital citizenship and digital literacy. It just isn't. But I'm really hopeful, and I think this goes back to our quote, I'm hopeful that we're getting there and we're moving forward. So my first question was, what have we learned from previous years? Because we've talked about this every year uh, for the podcast. And I think there has been things that we have learned, but as I I would say the leader in our district regarding digital um, literacy, what have you learned not only
0: in content, but in delivery? Well, I think things are constantly changing, so we have to evolve. We have to change. When we started talking about did sit, I think a lot of it was fear based. A lot of it was don't do this, don't do that. It's really scary, and I think now it's more about, um, like you talked about, it, it's more more hope based. It's more empowerment. It's this is a tool. Let's talk about how we can use it for good because. If we talk to kids like it is scary, they will tune us out completely. And research has shown that time and time again. They 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 don't see it as that. They see it as something that connects them to their peers and connects them to um, knowledge and connects them to um, fun games and things like that. So they see it more tool-based. So we need to adopt that mindset as well. And I think we've done a really good job of changing the way we talk to kids about DigiSet. What this year is different? Um, So based off of their newest research that came out about kids and smartphones, which we talked a little bit about last week, this year's DigSit Week is focused on kids' mental health and their well-being. So they have worked together with the Center for Digital Thriving, which... I love that name, by the way, the Center for Digital Thriving at the Harvard Graduate School of Education. Um, That's the same group that did Project, I think they call it Project Project Zero, Zero, right? Which
1: we had a relationship with years ago in the district. A long time ago,
0: yes. yes. The thinking routines, the making thinking visible. We've we've heard that terminology a lot. We're really familiar with that. Um, So they worked with the Center for Digital Thriving, and they created this whole digital well-being lesson kit for grade 6 through 12, and then there's something called Device Advice Lessons for K-5. I love the K-5 ones. They're a really good way to help those littles build healthy habits with media and technology. But what I love about it is that they're really... Easy, but they're really robust. Like there's something that anybody can do. If I look at the page commonsense.org/education, they um link up to these digital citizenship weekly calendars. So the elementary school calendar, for example, has on it different lessons for each day. And then after the lesson, it also has um, something to share with parents. It even has a spirit day kind of thing that encourages the community. So I I just love that way of thinking about it, like, okay, here's your question that you're going to talk about today. Like. On Monday, for example, in grades K2, how do we balance our time with technology? Here's your 15 minute activity. You're going to do a media balance and well being lesson called Meet Arms, which is very appropriate for K2. Then the next, they're sharing with families. There's a activity for Meeting Arms and a bonus family tech planner. And then your Spirit Week is all about Sports Day, so wrapping your favorite sport and getting outside and moving. So just that whole idea of that theme that goes through the entire day and then through the entire week and then through your entire school and then through your entire district. I think the planning here is really phenomenal and. Honestly, it's, it's low-hanging fruit. Like, it's easy stuff that is evidence-based and just amazing, engaging videos that go along with these lessons. I think they're pretty good.
1: I was surprised. You know, you said K2. I was seeing 18 months on there, which going back to the what you had said earlier and what we had discussed, this is not fear-based. This is getting our kiddos a good, healthy relationship with digital devices that we know are being used early, getting them used appropriately, let's do it right, I think is, is great. And some of the tools in regards to DigSit spelled it out in a very easy and constructive way, in a pretty thorough way. So as a DigSit coach for this this upcoming week, how are you planning on engaging with our staff um, and getting them involved? Because do I think that this is probably the most important thing we could be teaching our students? Literally, I think this is probably the most important thing that we should be teaching our students. This should be like number one. But we have it's not that's not where it's at. What are you planning on doing to get it more elevated in in the time that our teachers have?
0: For sure. Well, I think especially with the theme of um, centering around mental health, that's that's an easy connection to our SEL work in the district. And I know we're not alone in that SEL work. I know that schools and districts across the U.S. are struggling with how to best reach kids in that SEL realm. So I think say is an easy um, tie-in to that SEL. So building healthy habits around technology and Doing that can help your students avoid that those negative impacts on your mental health and your well-being. So it's, it's an easy tie-in with SEL, but the fact that it's just one thing per day for a week, like, again, this is a great start to some really good dig-sit integration into your curriculum. Looking at... What we're going to do here in TCAPS, obviously, we're going to promote this with our schools and with our um, teachers. I do want to do some kind of uh, a prize. I mean, I've got a, I've got some great swag from Wired, and I've got some great sit books that I can give away. I want to do. I, I know swag isn't like, I mean, it, but it's 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 something, <laughs> you know. It it says like, look, you did something great. Let's send this to your classroom and let's celebrate you. I want to make sure that. I I feel like if teachers try it, especially with these easy lessons next week, they're going to be hooked. They're going to say, oh, this isn't as hard as I thought it was, number one. Oh, I do have knowledge in this space because I think this is intimidating for a lot of teachers to get started. So... That that idea of, okay, I do know what I'm doing. I do have knowledge in this space. I can talk about this with kids, and it's okay that I don't know everything, and they're going to teach me as well. So we're going to really encourage all of our teachers to do these simple lessons next week, and hopefully it's a good kickoff to some of the work we're going to be doing throughout the year in integrating Digsit into the curriculum.
1: I think the hardest part about this is Common Sense Media has done a great job of laying out good content. You're you're involved with a number of people. You've networked with all uh, all the leaders in in the state, if not outside the state. And I'm not hearing from you that there is a protocol or a system for moving this content into classrooms effectively. And maybe I'm wrong. I'm certainly I'm I'm not again not an educator. What is the System that other districts or you have in place to get this content from sit into the most classes that we can, so that our students have access to the content, and we're really making a difference.
0: It's a big question,
1: that, Larry that's, Burden. Well, that, that's the point. <laughs> that's the and and I, I you know I, I kind of threw those questions in the rundown very early this morning. So I I recognize that this might be dropping it on you pretty quick, but I think that's the, I really believe in the DigiSec content. I think it's clearly research based. They've given a lot of thought. The content is of high quality. I I will take next week that this is a priority next week. Mm -hmm. How can we make this or what are the strategies that are there to get this as a priority for our teachers.
0: I do think it needs to be more than just a one and done thing and we do have have a we have a lot of ideas, we've a lot of plans, we've a lot of things that we're going to try. Common Sense does have a great recognition program that kind of provides a roadmap for creating that positive culture of digital learning. Uh, It's free. It includes professional learning and lessons and tips and resources for engaging families. You get a certification and a badge. There is an educator version. Then there is a school version and there is a district version. I am going to be personally trying to work up that ladder throughout this year. I want to try to get a lot of educators to get that certification and then see if we can get a school to get that certification and see if maybe we can get to that point where our district is earning a certification. I have been working with Jen from Common Sense, and she's amazing, and um, I'm excited to, to hear from her because she is in more districts than just the ones in Michigan. Because I do think we've we've danced around this idea for a really long time, and I think to get it into a true systematic implementation that outlives me, it needs to become a part of our fabric. It needs to become a part of just what we do up here. And I do think that the recognition program and how it's set up is a great um, lead-in to all that.
1: Honestly, for all these years of having talked about this topic, I like that. I think that could get traction. I really do. Yeah, awesome.
0: I do want to mention that digitset week is a perfect time to share the common sense family engagement toolkits in your district and school newsletters. Um, they also have some great conversation starters. We've talked about those before when we shared the Tech Talk Tuesday from screenagers. I, I like that idea of just having these conversation starters that come up when you're when you're having dinner or when you're driving to you know, sports program number seven out of the week, and you happen to hear something on the news that sparks an interest, like having those conversation starters, especially with those preteens, I'm finding out is, are, they're very helpful. So um, I'd highly recommend going to those family engagement toolkits and the conversation starters. It's a really good thing to get, um, again, in the fabric of, of of your family.
1: The weekly planners,
0: are so nice were pretty, pretty
1: cool too and I will say the conversation starters that I saw have gotten so much better than they were when my kids were in that age there it was a great idea back then but I don't know if the content was as compelling as it is now I think they've really nailed what would be impactful for students at the appropriate age groups
0: They've broken it down to K2, 3, 5, 6, 8, and 9, 12, because those are very different. The conversations you're having with students at those age levels are very different. So I love that it's broken down like that. Excellent. Excellent. Anything else? Nothing else. Nothing
1: else. Well, oh, wait a minute. There is something else. I do believe. Do you have a tech tool of the week?
0: Tech tool of the week. I do. Um Continuing on talking about how much I love Common Sense, protecting student privacy for teachers, their training on privacy is phenomenal. Um, It talks about why online privacy is important, why we should as teachers work on managing that risk for our kids. And just it's about an hour long. You get a certification at the end of it. And I was really impressed with the quality of learning that I got from it. So check out Common Sense Media's training course on protecting student privacy.
1: I love it. I love it. By the way, you just change your, your text to random, random points. <laughs> like, literally, literally 20 minutes before the podcast. Oh,
0: no, like two minutes before the podcast. Because I was thinking on the way here, Larry, I forgot that this training counts toward earning that Common Sense Educator Badge. So, take the training, learn about how to protect your kids online, get the badge. We'll let it go this time. Thanks. Hey, where can we find you? I am at BrostromDA on Instagram and LinkedIn and formerly known as Twitter. And I am here at TCAPS.
1: Awesome. Hey, you can find TCAPS Loop on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. Soon. Actually, no, currently on Instagram, though there's not any content on there yet, but there will be. Stay tuned. Also, TikTok and the YouTubes.
0: Wow. We're gonna be on the
1: YouTubes. We'll see if we're gonna be on the YouTubes. Hopefully by the end of the week. So please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. How many stars do we need? If, if you're rating if you're rating this podcast, how many? We're five, all five of them. Not four, not three, five. Yeah. Thank you. Please check out the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Podbean, CastBox, Overcast, and Bullhorn. Thank you. Uh, Or wherever else you get your ear candy. Thanks for listening and inspiring.
0: What was my line? I forgot what my line was right there.